This could be a time for panic. It could be a time for rashness. But these are challenging times at the Drove. But time to show a bit of character, I think. Maybe that starts tonight. Come on, Yaxley. Afternoon, all. Um, depending on which website you read, you actually are either in the relegation zone or one above it after um, another defeat last weekend, this time 3-0 at home to Corby Town, which um, in essence feels like a, a, a tough one and a bad result at home. But um, I think Corby were clearly in a in a false position in the league in terms of, of where they were at. And um I think it's fair to say that that they'll finish quite uh, quite high up, um, you know, in the table, um, higher certainly than they are at the moment. Um, that's for sure. Um, it was a, a game where the goals came sort of uh, first half, quarter of the way in. Connor Fury with the first, then two quickfire goals. Jordan O'Brien um, and Elliot Sandy after 52 and 58 meant that it was probably over by the hour mark, really, wasn't it? Um, good crowd of 202, um, which is uh, important to, uh, to, to note, um, especially, you know, with the way things are and the situations... Um, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of kind of the club reopening after COVID, so a disappointing result. It sees us down in seventeenth, which, as I say, is either fourth from bottom and the last relegation spot, or um, just above the relegation slots where Wisbeach, Daventry, and Histon currently uh, sit. What that does mean is um, that we are now without a win in the league since August, but. You know, there's been quite a bit of change in that period. We've not had a settled side. We've still got some uh, some players to uh, to come back in. What as well is that we've had one or two of the looking at the league table trickier trips like Loughborough and Coles Hill out of the way. So, um, you know, it's it's not it's not as bad. It's a tough little couple of away games, really. Um, Cambridge City away tonight, um, fuel blockade permitting. It is going to be hard because they've hit a bit of form and they won at Spalding on Saturday and then chase town away, which is another toughie. Um, after that, we've got two home games, Biggles Wade, which is in the trophy. So that might be an opportunity to to, to rest a few players, maybe if we, we are you know struggling and we've got a small squad or it's an opportunity to, to generate revenue and, and get some some new uh, new players in to help support the squad that we've got doesn't get any easier after that because Saturday the 16th of October we're at home to Hales O in town um, who are top of the league by two points and with a game in hand so tough tough times but this is Yaxley and we do have that propensity to um, to surprise don't we and you know it wouldn't surprise me if we went and got a result at Cambridge City tonight uh, for the second part of this show, I did want to talk a little bit as well about, um, you know, potentially what what we can do to uh, what we can do to address the uh, concerns about about finance and the squad. And, you know, I think everyone knows that the club is doing absolutely everything it can do to try and reopen after a global pandemic and get back on track. But there's little doubt that we are one of the smallest teams in the uh, division and have you know, one of the smallest crowds. And this is an age-old question. It was interesting. Dan and I touched on it on, on the programme last week, talking about what can be done. And, and you know, if a fuel crisis is, is coming in as well as, as the pandemic 
pandemic just lifts, you know, that adds more complexity because, again, costs will be going up costs of, of from suppliers who, who give the bread rolls to go around the burgers and all of those sort of things that will go with it so it is a it's a really difficult time for the for the club it's it's a really difficult time for bigger clubs in non-league and in football generally so for a small um uh village side as we are that that's trying to find their way in this division it, it's going to be really difficult and um I suppose it's a question of what what can be done. Do we go down the you know the 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 route of of other clubs and and try to to use um, maybe more of the two hundred club money in terms of being you know putting that towards budgets because some clubs have have uh, you know have raffles and, and things like that that are used specifically for player budget and they they say that's what it is. It's a squad builder is generally the term that's used for that sort of thing. Um, or do we actually kind of accept that, that we're going to have to go in a, in a different direction? And I know of clubs that, um, I know that there are clubs that have gone in a different direction where they've kind of said, right, that, that we need to be here in 10 years is the priority. And then they've suffered as a result of, of players being either paid less and getting grumpy and clearing off to the few rich clubs that, that remain, um, or losing players from the game altogether, which is um, one of the things that, that's going around at the moment is teams are finding it hard to, to fill their bench and do actually um, get a squad out on a, on a Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So I think, you, you you know, we need to think about that as a strategic idea. Um, you know, I have... I have my view, but I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm nothing to do with the club in that in that respect. But my view is that that we almost need to go for a hybrid of those two and try and protect the the, the legacy and protect the club and try and preserve its status at, at this level, but not do that at, at the cost of taking a risk with with finance that that could be um you know could be long detrimental even in the short term and long term. But like I say, I don't know the club's balance or the bank balance, but there must be uh, you know there, there, there are challenges that face all clubs at this level and beyond and to, to assume that you actually are, are not involved in that would be I think quite naive so um, it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see if the results start to pick up if crowds start to pick up there are still quite a few big games to come at the drove where we'd need to look um, you know need people need to, to, to try and get behind the team but you know there's all of these issues and factors that stop people getting along and and you know even though things have changed and people work from home a bit more you know probably the last two or three home games that I could have got along to have been affected by periods of isolation because people in the family have, have been infected with COVID. There's Saturdays now, there's a lot of, uh, of other stuff that goes on. Now the, my kids are a bit older and they've got, and it, there's a whole lot of, of things and factors that need to be taken into account. So we need to make um, match day at the drove something that's not just about 90 minutes of football. It's something that, that engages families and, and younger people to, to, to come along and go away entertained by the football but also feel like they've enjoyed a, an experience and maybe um, when I get Dan back on again that's something that he and I can can cover in a bit more detail without without the um, the challenges of sound recording that made me sound like Donald Duck last week some people probably said it was the most sense I've talked ever so um, I'd, I'd take that important very important that we get um that we get some some ideas and, and thinking thinking about that and it's obviously not for you know the club's got its committee and it's got people on the the, the board that are there to drive that but i think that you know ideas are you know they're like gold dust aren't they of course and no idea is a silly idea and just because the last 
however long I've been uh, I've been regularly watching Yaxley um, from the mid eighties, um, just because we've never managed to really break the village in terms of getting consistently good three digits uh, crowds through. Um, you know, it can be done. You know, I live in Deeping now, and I look at their attendance every week, and it's always in three figures. And you know, so okay, Deeping's probably a bit bigger, but there is quite a lot of surrounding area to go for, and, and it's just how we figure out the the engagement. And we've tried the Yaxley Gazette route, we've tried all of those things, posters in shops, in that it, it's just picking one, I suppose, one idea and, and sticking to it, and. You know, I wish the club luck with that because nothing would make me happier than to uh, um, than to struggle to park at the drove because of how many people are there. And that would be like a dream come true. You know, we're at the level of football that, that you know, we've always wanted to be. And uh, the club have delivered that. And there was a period of time where many people might have, might well have thought, oh, there's no way you actually will get promoted to the to, you know, to this step. But they have. And it's also very precious and important to to supporters that that we can you know do our best to stay there. If at the end of the season we're not we're not rich enough, I suppose, to uh, to have achieved that goal, then you know fine. As long as it's not for the lack of trying, then I think everyone would forgive uh, uh, and forget as fans. Um, in other news, I uh, just wanted to kind of say that uh, the reserves were beaten in the Huntingdonshire L Classico three one last night, which is a shame. Um, as, uh, you know, it's the game everyone of a certain age who's a Yaxley fan wants to win. Um, but, you know, they're doing well, progressing well under Danny Clifton. And, you know, it'd be great at some point to have a chat with him on here and and, and we will. Um, final bit of news from the club is the signing of, uh, of three players. Zach Chowdhury from Netherton United. That's a big step up from him, I suppose, from the Peterborough League. But it's a good... You know, it's a good step and, and fingers crossed uh, he can he can make his way into the first team and do do the business, even if he, you know, maybe has to, to develop in the third uh, reserves. Rajan Badiani has joined uh, from St. Neers. He's crossed one of the great Huntingdonshire divides. Also crossing from that part of the world, just from down the road um, from Rowley Park in Ainsbury is, is Owen Clark. So um, obviously we wish those guys well and uh, look forward to seeing them in uh, in blue and orange and hopefully... Um, they will be able to uh, to contribute to what will be a much uh, better September, end of September and October than, than we've had so far. Uh, only remains to me to say we'll be back next week um, and obviously covering those uh, two big away games that are coming up at Cambridge and Chasetown. Um, it only remains for me to say that um, good luck, Ferns, Boggs and the lads. Um, the supporters are desperate for you guys to be successful and willing you on. And uh, I'm sure you will. There's no need to, uh, no need to panic. Don't panic. Um, let's go out and let's get that first win since August tonight, guys. <laughs>